Hello and welcome to this latest episode of Embedded Finance Unplugged. It's the podcast series from Andaria. I'm your host, Graham Barrett. On this episode, I'm going to be speaking with Kevin McAdam, Director of Cards at Andaria. We'll discuss the role cards play in an embedded finance solution and how they can drive real business growth. Kevin, great to see you and uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, Delighted to be here. Yeah, well, what we're going to talk about today is cards. We're really going to delve into that side of the embedded finance solution. But let's just go back a step and talk about what are the core solutions across that whole embedded finance solution? Just give us an overview if you can. Yeah, certainly. I think the first thing is probably why do people want embedded finance? Mm. And it's primarily, you know, they're struggling with costs. They've got cash flow issues. They've got efficiency problems that sort of thing. So what embedded finance does is it brings a suite of products and services together mm-hmm. that really enables them to sort of have a, a better solution. So the typical core elements would probably be a payment account, an IBAN, and somewhere in there would be a card solution as well. So that would be the very minimum viable proposition and then you can expand on it with other services. We're going to start with cards because you quite clearly are director of cards at Andaria. So why cards? What specific benefits do they deliver to a business, would you say? Well, cards have been sort of around for a while, Mm -hmm. but what they continue to do is they drive awareness, maybe Mm -hmm. of a brand or a solution. They also achieve retention. Okay, so, you know, one of the key things going back to embedded finance is that it's important to retain those customers. Then it's about customer segmentation. So you could literally have a card program that could be set around certain types of individuals or customers. And then you've got things really, I suppose, like the ability to expand the different service offers, you know, how many functionalities on that card. And then probably one of the key things and that people are using more and more is about how you monetize the data. Mm -hmm. So the data becomes really crucial, Mm -hmm. particularly, you know, when you put those whole elements together, of retention, expanding services. So I would say all of those aspects and it's still a secure financial instrument. Yeah, sure. Can you give us, just dive down a little bit deeper and give us some examples about how a business could use cards? Yes, I mean, there's a whole variety of things that organisations use them for. There can be anything from offering something for the unbanked Mm. uh, or underbanked. So, you know, looking at very much supporting, you know, vulnerable individuals with cards that enable them to use services that they probably might not have been able to have access to. Then cards are developed for loyalty. You've obviously got the the payment programs where people have various banking solutions. Mm -hmm. Then you might have uh, different things around, for instance, more and more is they're expanding them into what they call ESG. Okay, so this is environmental, social type Mm -hmm. elements. So they're building the card out so that has it has core functionality on it, but also has services that appeal to sort of people about how they give something back to society so it might be whether that be a sustainable facility or something along those lines so cards can go right across the board and then you've got right the way through you know from sort of vulnerable individuals all the way through to crypto it's quite a broad church Mm. of different um, types of cards that you can you can make available and these cards can be physical or virtual i guess nowadays they they can yeah. yeah i mean Physical has the added benefit of that it's creating that brand awareness. Right. But, you know, more and more 
people will continue to use virtual because of it's it's just how we've gone i suppose as a society you're getting mm. into mobile and what have you but physical does provide extra benefits when it comes to getting your message out there i'd say really in terms of brand awareness and the physicality of somebody having a card and using that you know yeah. it's, it's a strong message yeah i'm sure but i guess as you say, virtual is just becoming so commonplace in everything that we do that that's the way cards are going to go more and more. Yes, I mean, uh, l lots of our programmes now start off with virtual. It's not unusual for that to be the first part of a programme. Mm -hmm. And then usually once they've got the virtual card established and they might move into offering physical and that be when they've they're looking to either expand their product range or they're looking to meet a different customer segment so what they're doing is just trying to drive the most out of that customer base they can and, yeah. and often you know the physical card helps that but you're dead right that it starts off with the virtual card and I guess it's all dependent on what a business is trying to get out of its program. I mean, does that differ across sectors as well, that you notice that certain sectors like a certain type of card functionality and different sectors like another one? Yes, yeah. I mean, different sectors will have different appeal about how they use it. So I gave the example of obviously for local authorities and central government, they will be using the card really just to sort of provide a way of getting money into the hands of individuals. For them, that's about, okay, let's provide a service mm. which is controlled, regulated, but still gives access. So that's the first part. But then you, you go on to other organisations where you're probably providing a banking facility on the card, mm -hmm. uh, and that will be providing access to a whole raft of different payment solutions right the way through to sort of Google Pay and Apple Pay. And then, of course, you've got organisations I referenced earlier on about the environmental element mm. where they might be offering a card that is actually trying to give something back. Right. You know, so they're providing the card as the means to sort of like say, mm. well, look, we'll pay so much towards some sort of environmental thing. And more and more, I suppose, the other thing is cards can also be used for crisis situations. So okay. take the current Libya situation, yeah. you know, there's probably somewhere in there, there could be a, an element about getting getting funds into those people quite quickly and you mm. use it through some sort of crisis card. Okay, so cards can be quite agile then in that sense, you can you can implement them quite quickly? You can, yeah, mm. you know, if, if you've, you've got your setup and then it's about how quick you set it up, you know, in terms of developing the solution, what you need. I mean, the Red Cross and people like that have put cards out there fairly quickly. Okay. But you can you can generally do that. And of course, during sort of like the COVID situation, you know, there was there was a requirement for sure. to, to offer something, some solutions like that. Yeah. And what about then from a business perspective, because obviously that's that's more what you do. How straightforward or complex is it to implement a card program for a business? Yeah, it can be. It's quite a complex process. Because yeah. <laughs> it seems straightforward, yeah. isn't it? Like here's your cards, that's you know, right. where you go. But. Yeah, I mean, for, for the customer on the street, they'll look at, here's a card and I can just take it to an ATM or a mm. point of sale and, and away we go. Mm. But behind that is quite, um, as what I refer to it as an orchestration layer, okay. which is basically you've got a card that will have to be on a platform. So you've got a platform mm. and then what you'll have is a suite of services that make up that card. So the functionality might be, you know, anything from cross-border payments through to certain banking arrangements. But also within that orchestration layer is all the pieces like the KYC, so know mm. your customer, so the security aspects. So the orchestration layer is made up of all the, the features that you need mm. to bring that card to life, including the network you're going to run, run that on. 
And then it's about then, obviously you have the platform, but then you also have the user interface into the customer. And you've got to make that as easy to navigate and as seamless as possible, mm -hmm. but providing all those sort of services behind it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, once you've got that established as a business, mm -hmm. then you can, you can be, to a certain degree, agile about how you then operate, mm -hmm. you know, in certain markets. So just to be clear then, so the orchestration layer, is, as you call it, once that is in place as a business, then you can use that for all of your different clients, or are you kind of building that orchestration layer for every client? No, the orchestration mm. layer is is made up of the principal areas that you need to have as part of the card program. So, yeah. you know, it'd be anything from who the scheme is with, the banking arrangements, mm. the KYC, the card manufacturing bureau. So basically the orchestration layer is all the elements that you have to have to enable a card program to operate. Yeah. And that can be, as I said, it can be from quite different ends of the spectrum. Sure. And so how quickly can you get a card program up and running? How quickly is that process? Well, it very much depends on how much functionality you need on that card. Sure. So, you know, you can get a very simple minimum viable proposition up and you could do that in probably three to four weeks. But typically... It depends on whether you're having a, f a physical card mm -hmm. as well, because obviously with a physical card, you've got to then design the card. Yeah. You've got to get approval from the scheme. So it, it pushes things out. So I suppose it really depends on whether it's a virtual or a physical card. Mm. But you can, I would say, probably f four to six weeks. And then if it's a physical card, you're looking much more into about three months. OK, but still relatively quick. Are there interesting things that you can do with the design of a physical card? I mean, I mean how much scope is there? Well, there is a whole raft of things that organizations are doing mm -hmm. now they you know they're looking to try and they're always looking to stand out with the card yeah. but the design at the end of the day is going to have a, a network on there so it's either going to have mastercard or visa or discover or somebody like that mm -hmm. so you have to get their approval sure. so therefore you are going to have some limitations about what you can do but mm. generally speaking you know people have become more and more creative about what they can do with it yeah and then from a client perspective i mean Obviously, peace of mind is, is crucial, so the security aspect really comes into it. Tell us a little bit more about how you ensure that. You mentioned KYC, but how important is that security side to your clients? It's really crucial. It's yeah. really important. I mean, we, we're operating in a regulated industry, mm. so therefore, you know, setting up a card program, yeah. you know, is going to be governed by the regulatory authority. For us, it's either within the UK or in Malta we have obligations about how we need to set that up. Yeah. So there's a whole raft of security aspects you need to sort of bring into play. So first of all, it's about how do you actually allow a customer mm -hmm. to take a card? So that's going to be the whole KYC process. Yeah. And then behind that is how do you then manage the program once it's up and running with mm -hmm. the customer? So we have, there's 18 different policy documents that are part of the compliance portfolio, if you wish. Nice. And that's anything from sort of anti-money laundering procedures all mm. the way through to sort of making sure that there's a proper process for you've got a payment scheme or an outsourcing scheme. Mm. So you have to have all that set up just by that nature, you know, you're putting lots of different aspects together to make sure that the card program is as robust as possible yeah. without it being so restrictive that you can't provide the service. So a customer might have, or on a scheme, sorry, um, 
on a card card program, you might have a situation where they've got permissions and certain restrictions on the card. So mm-hmm. it might be about the amount of value you can take out, mm-hmm. or it might be about you know how often they can take something out from an ATM. So you have those sort of elements. But I would say throughout the whole process, right from taking on board the customer mm-hmm. all the way through to managing that customer in terms of transaction monitoring, right the way through to all their payments. It's so, it's so embedded into a regulated service that you, you know, yeah. the security's there. Is that a reason to go down the virtual route rather than the physical route? Is it more secure to have a virtual card? Um, it makes a difference? Virtual can be probably um, mm. more secure because yeah. just by the very fact it's virtual. But the, again, the physical card has its other benefits mm. you know as i said probably better for the brand awareness so people you know will, will will look at how they can use that i would say you know it's all part of whatever you want that card program to be mm. and as i said traditionally what i've seen is clients have sort of looked at virtual cards and then they've expanded into into physical cards okay um, so it's that stepping stone yes yeah. yes yeah and it didn't used to always be like that you know it used to be physical only but of course with the digital banking and all that sort of stuff it's just driven the virtual virtual card option yeah and how have you personally seen uh, you know this whole aspect of card programs evolve has it changed a lot since the, since the beginning to where we are now and how do you imagine it will change in the future um, traditionally when it started it was very much driven by a card and then a, a very simple functionality mm-hmm. uh, that functionality is continuing to expand i think there's more linking accounts adding emergency um, accounts to the product probably providing uh, different levels of aspects within the card now lending on the card mm-hmm. you know whereas before it would may may not have been done that way so i i would say what's happened is that there's more functionality mm-hmm. you know on the card and also more creative mm-hmm. about how they sort of offer the services really so to sort of stand out because it's a very competitive market so you're right. going to have something in there that that gives a, a new solution or, or a new function yeah and how do you stand out then well, our card programs, we basically are developing solutions that are looking at whether that be from an MVP level, so mm-hmm. just a minimal vibe proposition, to a premium product. And yeah. that will be very much driven by the level of functionality you put on that card. Mm-hmm. But then we stand out also by providing the real backup in terms of the security, very robust controls of the compliance. And, and also looking at how can we, in terms of looking at sustainable products and Mm. things like that how can we work with our card manufacturer to sort of say well okay with cards that are much more sustainable maybe Mm. a a hundred percent pvc recyclable Mm. you know that sort of thing so that's the other aspect i'd say with cards is that it started off plastic and now more and more Mm. are looking at biodegradable solutions and all that thing as part of the card solution right and so when you go out to your clients and your prospective clients, you know, within the SME market in particular, what else are they telling you? Clearly, security is, is a big thing, but what other priorities do they have? They're always looking for advice and consultation, really, mm. about how they put that program together. Yeah. You know, so they're, they're looking for what's the best scheme network we should be using? How do we sort of set up with a processor? That sort of so the, first of all, they're really looking for advice about how the card program is set up. 
then it's about well we have a suite of functionality mm-hmm. what things do they need additional to that because they're you know they're looking for that competitive edge yeah. <clears throat> generally speaking card programs fall into it's a sort of very narrow bands in terms of you know it's payments it's accounts it's certain functionality around what you might have on the card how much you can use it and how often you can use it so i think what we try to do is offer a consultative approach Mm. and then help them achieve what they want to achieve you know within the confines of what we can actually make it so it doesn't become so bespoke sure and what are their key objectives would you say i mean is this really about driving business growth and finding new revenue streams is this largely what's driving Um, well it's revenue it's retention it's awareness they're looking for all of those things and they're looking to have a solution out there in the marketplace that's Mm going to help them stand out Uh, so what they also expect from their provider is you know it's a robust platform Mm. it's a robust uh, organization behind it in terms of that you know it's got good compliance the platform works you know it's efficient so they're looking for all those aspects so it's the card program isn't just about here's a card it's about you know making sure that all the all the elements that bring that card to life are actually operating efficiently effective and give the customers a seamless approach yeah and from a personal perspective what are you most excited about in this space in you know the next year next couple of years which developments are you looking forward to I think for me, you know, I'm quite excited by how things will develop on twofold, really. I think one is on where will it go on the crypto aspect? How wide could that be? And and then the other thing, I think that something that goes back to when I first started looking at cards was about trying to how you support vulnerable. So the financially exclusive. And, you know, I was quite surprised by and still surprised even in this country, how many people are underbanked or unbanked. And I still think that that element could be seriously tackled better Uh, so it'd be nice to sort of try and offer both ends of the spectrum really I think looking to the future but also still trying to involve make sure you've got a solution that involves everybody yeah and from an Andaria perspective what's your key focus over the next year personally I think it's having a really strong card division. Mm. It's having a, a good product solution that has a an expansive range of functionality that means we can sort of appeal to the markets that we want to target. And I suppose as part of our embedded finance solution, that's a cog in that overall wheel mm. of different solutions. I want to make sure that what we've got in that card solution is strong enough to support the other elements that make up the embedded finance proposition sure well look we wish you all the best with it thanks so much for guiding us through this kind of crucial aspect really of embedded finance and thank you very much for joining me today kevin and thank you very much for the opportunity really enjoyed it thank you there are plenty more conversations to explore as part of this embedded finance unplugged podcast series please like follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and if you've enjoyed this episode please do give us a positive rating and review. You can find out more about how Andaria is broadening access to digital financial services for businesses around the globe at andaria.com. But for now, thanks for listening and goodbye.